0: Welcome to Bailey's Writing Tips, podcast short stories, episode number 38, a batch of six worders and/or short stories, all under 500 words, with one episode every four weeks, usually being released on a Sunday evening. To date, these have been the flash fiction that have appeared on my blog as Flash Fiction Fridays, and I give my email address out later should you like to submit your own. Today's stories are: The Seventh Batch of Six Word Stories, The Seller by Salvatore Bertucci, Sentience by Paula Friedman and Friends by Jane Risden. Firstly, the seventh batch of six-word stories preceded by the relevant author's six-word biography. Karen Bate, Canadian author of Memories. Number one. Tickled no end I've been selected. Number two. Winter cold, snow squeaks, bones creak. And one by Elaine McKay. Elaine McKay likes writing on paper. Two champagne glasses. Thirsty, were we? And three by Mark Kay. A writer, trying hard. Number one. Why does English not make sense? Number two. I love rowing, rowing. Arguments or boats. Obviously they're spelt the same. And number three. Meet me, greet me, eat me. And two by Sarah Palmer. Sarah Palmer has no website. Writer? Number one. Brigitte's wedding dress is gathering dust. Number two. I'm not sure it should wobble. And three by Miriam Drory. Extrovert with social anxiety. Number one. Elaborate food preparation. Doorbell. Rotten stench. Number two. Attack. Retaliation. Escalation. Ceasefire. Lull. Attack. Number three. She's happy alone. She craved company. And three by Kevlin Henney. Lives online and off. Number one. Scissors on shirts. I do. Undone. Number two. Only an apple. Yet all fell. Number three. Her hand now cold, he'd coal. And one by Martha Reynolds, finally living her dream. Number one, mother doesn't recognise her own daughter. And two by Paula, round peg in square hole. Number one, guttural roar, expectant pause, first cry. Number two, clocks stop, time frozen tears flow. And then three by yours truly, Morgan Bailey, Morgan with an E. Number one, serial killer, rare orchids, never watered. Number two, size, hard life, eats, sleeps, walk is. Number three, classical music, for oldies, old youngster. Another first of three short stories, all under 500 words. The Cellar by Salvatore Battucci He worried me, things he said. Called the jagged picket fence outside my cellar, fang marks of a gnashing moon. I asked him, why can't things be what they are? A fence is a fence. But he shook his head, insisted I was hiding the truth from myself. Your grandson, Mrs Quatermain. He thought he was, poor child, heavens, a nearby neighbour. I baked him chocolate chip oatmeal cookies, dotted. Fixed him chamomile tea with a zest of lemon, and we talked. Once, he said, he heard a dog howling in pain down my cellar. He looked through the cellar's half-window and saw, according to him, someone chainsawing away bones. Blood gobs flying everywhere, poor child. Then she smiled and said, Rolls of old white window shades was what they were. I tried to explain, but by then it was too late. No stopping the wild madness of Joey's imagination. The night they brought you here? Yes, that night too. Horrible. Horrible. What happened? Mrs. Quartermain giggled. Bloody bones again, Joey said. Another dog. Nathan Graham squirmed in his chair. They found you in the cellar. "'You were kneeling there in a blood puddle, tearing flesh from... a dog?' "'The old woman's eyes grew small. "'Whose bones?' "'Graham stared down the grey-haired grandmother, "'sitting uncomfortably restrained in her straitjacket. Two burly orderlies, behind her, stood guard like combat-ready soldiers. "'Still, Graham felt his skin crawl. "'He repeated himself. "'Whose bones, Mrs Quartermain?' Why, you silly doctor man. Joey's bloody bones, of course. Sentience by Paula Friedman All this happened in 2465, before the interstellar manifest in recognition of each world-born sentience. We were still young. I was Parner's female attaché on conquered Lanos, new to erigan's soaring towers and the work. I loved the silvered skies. "'gold, golden clouds, white waves. "'Garando was, surprisingly, as masculine as Eregis of Lanos, "'a generally sombre like our own, "'a striking, gold-furred, brilliant creature, "'fluent in eight worlds' languages. "'Someone who had known and suffered much, "'my learned good friend and mentor in those months. "'So wondrous he was, Garando,' as we trekked the blasted flith's peaks over Yomber, toured sculptures of the Isle of Lan, wandered torn museums where he helped me comprehend Eric traditions, and by evening leaned sleek head to golden breast, and toes to claws, together on the rail ride back to Errigan. I trembled, beholding his dark warmth, longed to stroke that tawny pelt sent feathery feelers on my skin, his swift thoughts in my soul, and he, self-trancing on my innocence, yearned deep, I know now too. Remember this was Pania years, before the Lanos rising, and resultant world-wide revolutions that, arising from the seeker's movement, gave each sentience a trust in self to freely seek out love. We were afraid. Hold me, beauty, Garando's tongue flicked. His fur misted my palms. We rode the lift, gilt air below pricked by clear spires of arrogant. We wrapped together, dark electric, under silver moon. So few sentiences dared cross species then. I did not understand. He licked my eyelids, bathed in musk scent. We sought joy. Who could know a male Eregi? Needs what ignorant I could not give for hours we lay unspent until though shamed by failure, I dared look up into his orbs, and he said, "Oh well, beauty, I found a healer once you should as well that you may some day cease to twist an erig's gift, yet his feeler stroked my cheek, I could not doubt him. I left." Descending the thousand steps, his words had cut a horror of my heart. Much as our invasion fleets had etched through that millennium, horror into his world. Leaving the puppet cast of Lanos to carve Irigus's mind. To teach them doubt of I and thou, divide and isolate, no matter. It was only through revolution's changes we could free our truths of selves. Only in the years we struggled together as one, we, Parnice, Earthians, Erigs, on Geranda's barricades, space trails of Har, could we learn in sweat and tears how deep all sentience love. Only through our struggles could I see, at last, Gerando had been wrong. The twisting, neither mine nor his, but concepts foisted in Irigus by our long invasion and in we Parnese females, by our straitened lives. Indeed, I had only, wholly, loved him. Now it is another courage needed, an age away on far sills sands, knowing what we briefly had and ever lost. Friends by Jane Risden Intercourse was immediate and intimate. He leaned over her, breathing whisky fumes into her face as she valiantly held her breath, aware of the many eyes watching them, curious and accusing. They'd only just met, hadn't even exchanged names, but here they were, involved, engaged publicly. She tried to move away, but he leaned further into her. If she wasn't careful, she thought she'd fall off the edge. He spoke, low, close to her ear, his hot breath filling it. "'making it ache.' "'She nodded, though she hadn't a clue what he'd said. "'She was aware of a thick accent, possibly Irish, "'but he was so inebriated it was hard to be sure. "'He patted her leg. "'She shuddered, squirming, revolted, "'but too well-mannered to show outright disgust. "'Aware of her fellow travellers staring, "'she tried to smile, raising her eyes to heaven "'whilst all the time he mumbled on. "'She caught something about... "'Aye, to be sure you're a lovely lass, a couple of times, and been here twenty years, pet. "'I still miss Mammy, Lord rest her.'" The bell rang, his stop. He smiled as she moved so he could get off the bus. "'I always get the drunks,' she thought. Now a little about the authors of the three flash-fiction pieces. Salvatore Battucci is an obsessive-compulsive writer whose work has wi- appeared widely he was the 2007 recipient of the $500 Cyberwit Poetry Award. His poems, stories, articles, and letters have appeared widely in publications. Sal is a former English instructor at a local community college, a middle school teacher in New Jersey, USA, who retired in 2007 to commit himself to full time writing. His collection of flash fiction, Flashing My Shorts, is available in book, ebook, and audiobook versions. His latest collection of short short fiction, 200 Shorts, is available in book and Kindle editions. His horror flash, Ritual, is an e-book for only 99 cents. Visit Sal at Sal's place. That's salbatucci.blogspot.com and I'll be putting all the links on this episode's page of my blog. He lives happily ever after with his wife Sharon in West Virginia, USA. Paula Friedman's literary historical novel, The Rescuer's Path, published 2012 by PVP, has received considerable acclaim. Her short fiction and poetry have received the Pushcart Prize nominations, a new millennium writing, Oregon State Poetry Association, Indigo Press, Soapstone, and other awards and residences, and have appeared in over 30 magazines and anthologies. A writing instructor in Northern Oregon, and a freelance book editor, for university and trade presses. Paula is putting together an anthology of science fiction microstories. She previously directed the prestigious International Rosenberg Awards in Jewish Poetry, managed public relations for a major Jewish museum, edited the Progressive Open Cell Literary Review Collective and co-edited the anthology Gathered from the Centre. You can find out more about Paula and her writing from paula friedmancom and author PaulaFriedman.com. Jane Risden began writing seriously three years ago, after a life spent in the international music industry, where she managed recording artists, record producers and songwriters from all over the world. Putting her own wishes to write on hold throughout her music career had unseen benefits in that she has garnered a wealth of material for her stories, she now has time to write Crime and Mysteries and has three novels on the go. Another is a co-written novel with an award-winning author, which she hopes to be published this year. Jane has also had short stories published in various anthologies in aid of charity and has another anthology out due do, do out this year involving authors from across the globe. Her short stories and flash fiction stories have been published and podcast on the internet frequently, these are often but not always crime related and she often writes humorous short stories based on her observations of characters she has met or known in the past heavily disguised of course married to a musician and being involved in the industry for many years travelling and living in many countries including southeast asia china usa and europe jane draws on all her experiences for her writing she has a presence on various websites but her blog is jane risden wordpress.com that's it for this episode thank you for listening and I hope you enjoyed it I look forward to bringing you another episode of short stories in four weeks time all the links mentioned in these shows are listed on the podcast short stories page of my blog which is morganbailey.wordpress.com the spelling of my name is m-o-r-g-e-n so it's morganbailey.wordpress.com and my email is morgan at morganbailey.com The podcast is available via iTunes, Google's Feedburner, Podbean, when it catches up, Podcasters, which takes even longer, or Podcast Alley, which doesn't list the episodes, but will let you subscribe.